Watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in, man. I don't even know what it's called. It's Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, Yee, and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up. Get out of bed and listen to the Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA. Hey, fam. It's Thursday. Yes, it is. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. It feels good. It's December. Did yeah, everybody December. pay their bills? Yeah, the bills are due December 1st, but uh, it's not late into December 16th, mortgage and rent. So just give you that heads up. Usually that's what they say. Now, they finally lit the Rockefeller Christmas tree last night. Mm-hmm. So that usually is the start of the Christmas season. Have you got your Christmas shopping done yet? No. <laughs> no, not at all? I haven't even thought about it yet. I got everything done already. Everything is done. The kids are done. Family members are done. Everything is done. I got it all Damn, done. it's out only the way. December 2nd. Well, they said there was a shortage on a lot of the things, and, you know, it's going to be a lot harder to get a lot of the toys. They're going to get whatever I see. Goodness gracious. <laughs> in the store. I actually like to go in the stores and go shopping as opposed to ordering things online. I know mm-hmm. that's weird because everybody's doing uh, shopping online, but I like to go see things in person, pick things out. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I did all my stuff. And then, of course, the car show is going down in uh, Miami next week. So I'm going to be out of town a couple of days handling that. So I was like, let me get everything done. I don't want to hear nothing. I want to get make sure that the kids got their gifts, everything that they wanted. And uh, so all my shopping is done. I'm actually going to Miami today. For Art Basel. Yes, for Art Basel. And I was reading about how Art Basel has already kicked off and some of the things that have been sold. Because if you collect, um, do you collect art? A little bit. At all? A little bit. Yeah, so I've been trying to get more into that. I've gotten some uh, great original pieces, mm-hmm. but I am nowhere near on the level of what these people are buying at Art Basel. Yeah, I mean, some people are paying millions, <coughs> millions of dollars for yeah, art. I'm not there yet. And but art. But you never know what investment. something will be worth. Correct. You know, they already said on the first day there was a twenty million dollar Picasso that was sold, and then there was a four million dollar Banksy sale. Wow. Already, wow. just on the first day. So yeah, and I know that uh, rest in peace, Virgil. He had uh, Louis Vuitton displayed his new line, and mm-hmm. I heard it was uh, pretty amazing. And, and the show they put on for him was great. So rest in peace, and again, condolences <clears throat> to his family and friends. Mm-hmm. Now Troy Av will be joining us this morning. Troy Av has a, a, a new project. God is great. Paper straight. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk to him in a little bit, and then we got front page news. What are we talking oh, about? Oh, and I think Yandy's joining us too this morning. Oh, she is. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, Yandy. Okay. I actually um, have a podcast I'm doing with Coach Jesse. You know, Coach Jesse comes up here all the time to talk about health and wellness. We do a detox together. Mm -hmm. And so Yandy is actually going to come on. She's the first guest on the podcast I have with Coach Jesse. But she got a lot of interesting things happening. She moved to Atlanta. She's going to talk about her health and everything that's happened with her mentally, as well as spiritually, as well as physically during the pandemic. All right. Well, let's get into some front page news. What are we talking about? Well, the first confirmed U.S. case of the Omicron coronavirus variant has been detected. We'll tell you where it was detected and what they are saying about travel for the holidays, what you need to do, booster shots and all of that. All right. We'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now on Thursday night football, the Cowboys take on the Saints at 820. Now what are we talking about, Yeezy? 
All right. Well, let's talk about the first confirmed U.S. case of the Omicron coronavirus variant. Not Omarion. MV has been detected in California. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci had a White House news briefing where he did talk about that case. A recent case of COVID-19 among an individual in California was caused by the Omicron variant. The individual was a traveler who returned from South Africa on November the 22nd and tested positive on November the 29th. The individual is self-quarantining and all close contacts have been contacted and all close contacts thus far have tested negative. The individual was fully vaccinated and experienced mild symptoms which are improving at this point. Now they're not sure how this will affect the body, if it's worse, if it's not worse, they just know that it's a different variant, correct? Yeah, they say it's a variant of concern, by the way. They're saying it poses a very high global risk. Mm-hmm. It was first identified by scientists in South Africa and has since been detected in several countries. They're trying to see how transmissible it is, how sick it makes people, how well the vaccines work against it. So, of course, because it's a new variant, it's going to take some time to find all those things out with these studies. Now, Dr. Fauci is telling Americans they should get vaccinated, of course, and warning that the Delta variant is still a danger for us, but we don't know enough about Omicron yet. Here's what he had to say about holiday travel and so on. We know what we need to do to protect people. Get vaccinated if you're not already vaccinated. Get boosted if you've been vaccinated for more than six months with an mRNA or two months with J&J. And all the other things we've been talking about, about getting your children vaccinated, masking in indoor congregate settings, et cetera. Wow. All right. And he also did have a town hall. Dr. Sanjay Gupta was there as well, where they did talk about whether or not it's still safe to travel and transportation mask mandates have been extended through March, by the way. So you still have to wear those masks on airplanes, buses, trains and boats, as well as in airports and other transportation hubs. Here's what Dr. Fauci had to say about travel. I would not do anything different than we had been recommending all along, despite the fact that we have a case. And we likely will see more cases of Omicron as the weeks and the days go by. If you have a vaccinated situation, your family's vaccinated, enjoy the holidays indoor with your family in a family setting. Many of us will have to travel during the holidays. What you do when you travel, you take care, you're prudent. Yeah, the thing that scares me is because they they don't know how it affects the body. If it's more, if it's more contagious, if it if it if it hurts more, they don't know if the booster shot or the vaccine actually work on it. But they they don't know. What they do know though is the person that does have it was fully vaccinated and only had mild symptoms. Mm. So that would encourage me to continue to. And I am gonna go get my booster shot. Yeah, me too. I'm eligible to do that now. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, so it's not a game. But like we said, it is going to take some time for them to find out more about the variant because it is uh, pretty new. And there's only one case that has been detected in the United States so far. All right, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. My name's Christina. Hey, Christina. Get it off your chest, mama. All right. So I work as a partner with Amazon. We do deliveries throughout the holiday season. And I am so annoyed with people that don't have house numbers on their houses. 
if I can't find you to get to your package, the paramedics aren't going to find you to save your life. You, you know, know what? what? I, I don't think I have a house number on my house in Detroit. I see that all the time. No, with no numbers, on. yeah. What's your number? And businesses too. Businesses, you need to put a big number on your thing. Because a lot of times when I'm I'm Googling trying to get to places or if I'm ordering food I'm trying and I can't find, I be getting lost. It pisses me the hell off. You can't look next door at the numbers next door? I try that sometimes. <laughs> you we right do. though. We do try it sometimes too. But gosh, it slows it down and makes it a little harder. You know, just make us a little easier. Put a visible house number, please. Okay, that's is, it'll be done. Yeah. I think I was doing a lot of um, renovations on my house. And so I just hadn't done it yet. But. So qu- question, since you're an Amazon worker or Amazon a partner, what is a good tip for the holidays for Amazon worker or FedEx workers or UPS workers? What's a good tip? A uh, work tip for them would just be to stay hydrated, stay positive. No, I mean money-wise. I mean to give them a tip. Oh, money-wise. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Evie was talking about either. I'm not going to no, lie. No, I was saying like tips when they come. She was like, all... uh, drink water. <laughs> no, they work all season. So what's a good tip? Monetary. You know, Everything is appreciated at this point. I would say, you know, they love snacks. Leaving out bottled water, cookies, you know, things that are easy grab and go that they can take on their day. Not as Santa Claus. Honestly, a simple thank you goes a long way because it's a thankless job and they're working really hard. These drivers do anywhere from 200 to 300 stops a day and their trucks are full every morning and empty every night. All right, so you heard of all the uh, UPS, FedEx guys that come to my house and the garbage people. She said leave some drinks and some snacks. We so call them sanitation workers. Andy. Sanitation yeah, workers. Take care of them. So I'm gonna leave y'all cookies and milk, just cookies. like you said. No. That's right. We're Santa's elves. Cash right. rules, guys. Cash rules. Nope, nope, nope. I'm doing exactly what that woman said. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Will. Will, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I just got off work, working night shift, and I go start putting together this dollhouse for my my baby girl for Christmas. You starting now? And I have. I'm starting now, man. Now, I know it's difficult, but you starting right now? I'm starting right now because I don't even know when the next time I'll see my baby girl. I got you. I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Okay. Now, be careful because, you know, I, I damn near cut my finger off last uh, Christmas trying to put the one of them dollhouses together. Uh, hey, more power to me. I hope. I hope I get it all together without no injuries. You got this. I wouldn't even listen to Envy. You got it. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Envy almost injures himself on the know. mic every morning. Shut up. All right. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, my name's Amanda. I just moved here from California. I'm back in Jersey now. <laughs> hey, Amanda, get Welcome off your back. Yes, it's good to be back. Two things I want to get off my chest. One is that everybody needs to stop being Grinches around the holidays, okay? Just because I like to bump my Mariah Carey from May until December <laughs> doesn't mean that you have the right to be upset with me, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to my car from Philly, calling out all the Philly drivers who can't drive, okay? <laughs> and they have the nerve to be upset with me. The second thing is that I want everyone to follow me on Instagram. My name is brownie underscore B-I-T-Z, brownie Biz. Please go and contribute to my GoFundMe. My little puppy has cancer, and I want to get him better for the holidays. Aww. His name is Benny. Yes. Let me hear you sing a little holiday jingle. Oh, Lord. I don't want to ruin anybody's holiday. Come on now. You've been been singing in the car. I sure have. (laughs) But you ain't going to do it for us this morning. Yeah. Yes. But everyone, please help me get my dog (laughs) cancer free. Once again, follow me at brownie underscore B-I-T-Z. And I love you guys. I've listened to you guys since I was 14 years old. Bad parenting on my mom's part, but I love you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too, now. Praying for her dog. That's tough. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, let's go. 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Oh, this track, Killer Moon Burden. All right, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. I just want to fill up freestyle My rap name is Moon Murder. Moon Murder. Moon Murder. All right, Murder Moon Murder. Are y'all ready, Queen? Stand up. Take it away. Take it away. I'm in the loop. I found a way. I'm on top. I'm high in space. I'm still frontline for my rave. Take it away. I'm a free man. I beat that king. I'll be moving rapid pace. I'm still frontline for my rave. Bro, what do you what do you do? What do you do? Oh, I, I just be writing music all day. Well, besides the music, like how do you pay your bills? I own my own company. What company, bro? I sell, I sell clothes and stuff. Okay. All right, yeah, stay stay with that. How bro. can how can people find you if they want to hear more? Oh, you go to my Instagram. Are you gonna tell us what it is? No, my Instagram on track killer moon murder. Killer moon murder. All right, killer. You no, be safe out track there. Killer. Track, track killer. Oh, track killer. All right, all right. Keep, right. keep working so on your craft. You stay up, man. You stay up too, bro. <laughs> my favorite, though. I ain't gonna lie. Damn. Now, Envy, you know what you gotta do. Nah, I'm not you gonna happen, bro. I appreciate mix. you, bro. Put him in the mix. Nah. <laughs> Yo, check me out, though. Put me in the mix. Envy, put him in the mix. Nah. He, yeah, come on. No, he was not good. Even though he said I'm his favorite, he's, he's still not good. All right. He needs some work. Hello, who's this? What's poppin' Breakfast Club? This is Front Page. Front Page, what up? Get it off your, your chest, brother. Front Page? Yep, Front Page. Oh, how you doing, Queen G? What's up, Front Page? I know yeah. her Front Page, but she from Detroit. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the D is crazy. But really, um, <laughs> I just want to put it well, I wanted to put it out there with this Omicron that's going on, man. First and foremost, rest in peace. Spread the Godson. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Never going to forget him. Rest in peace, spread the Godson. Yep, Fred the Gaza took us out in this silent war. But here's the thing with this Omicron. There's thousands of uh, variants out there, period. We know what they did to us. We got to stop saying we don't know. Mm-hmm. We know exactly what this is. They know what this is. What is it? They put this out there. Mm. So at the end of the day, hundreds of variants are going to come through. Which one they're going to name, who knows. But we got to stop playing the game. Stay okay, so you home. think they know everything about it already and they put it there? Of course they do. It was manufactured. And this is where I get a pissed off uh, Sanjay Gupta and uh, Fauci because these are lies. Right? They speak lying. At the end of the day, it's confusion. They're taking the civil liberties away and we're going to be penalized for not being vaccinated going into a supermarket or things of that nature. This is where we're going. Mm. I don't to like penalized to go in the supermarket. So who do you get your information from? All over the internet, all over science books. Biology is the number one thing people need to study. This is period. Just read books. Know what we're dealing with. All right, brother. All right. Yep. All right. You gonna listen to him or you listening to Fauci? Who you listening to? You? Um, I think the people who have studied this for decades and this is their uh, profession. Nah, not I'm the listening internet. to front page. Front page seems like you know front what you're talking page. about. Hello, who's this? Mister Irvman, don't say I wear mine. All right now. Lord of mercy. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Yo, I'm just what I gotta get off my chest, man. I'm trying to figure out why nobody's following me, man, on Instagram, man. I have the best sports smoothies and the best sports products in New York, yo. And no one's following you? No one? Nah, I got a couple followers, but I need y'all to follow me, man. Okay, what's your um, Instagram? All right, my Instagram is Mr. Herb Mun, not with an A, with an O. Don't say I word mine. But yeah, that's it. It's Mr. Herb Mun. Mr. Herb Mun, what do you sell? He just I says CMOS. Oh, yeah, CMOS. Uh, yeah, it's CMOS smoothies, CMOS products, CMOS pills, 
Everything that has to do with CMOS. And I got a food truck that's coming through that's going to be crazy. Selling CMOS smoothies and all that. Okay. I, we do have CMOS smoothies at our juice bar, Juices for Life as well. But we okay. always we always support that. Okay, we can link up. Definitely got to support y'all too, man. Yes, we support that. Okay, Mr. Erbman. Don't say our word, man. Not a mercy. <laughs> All right, have a good day, man. Okay, Bless you yourself. Too. All right, later. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, E? Yes, Jesse Smollett. We're talking about his trial. And now we have some more information about what the men who uh, attacked him have to say about Jesse Smollett and how he wanted them to beat him up. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen all the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, sad news. Jacqueline Avant, who is the wife of music executive Clarence Avant, was fatally shot in her home in Beverly Hills. She's a philanthropist, and uh, they said that she was most known for the work that she has done in support of the UCLA International Student Center, mm -hmm. also serving as one time the president of the Neighbors of Watts, a support group for the South Central Community Child Care Center, and as entertainment chairman of the Now Benefit Auction. As you know, we've spoken of, about Clarence Avon up here. He's known as the black godfather of music. He's uh -huh. worked with and also advised people like Bill Withers, Babyface, the SOS Band, Sherelle. Jackson. Yes, many others. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was mm -hmm. inducted in 2021, this year, and he received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, they don't know. They're saying it's too soon to call it a home invasion or a follow home robbery. Right. And the motives in the case are still unknown, but they are investigating all possible motives. They will not speculate on anything that's out there, including if this was a robbery attempt or not. But really sad situation uh, to see something like that happen. And I saw that uh, Tyler Perry was saying that he will find and use all whatever resources possible. He said, my heart breaks for Clarence and Nicole mm. and all the Avant, Avant fam family. This world can be so cruel and cold. I have no idea what kind of subhuman could shoot an 81-year-old woman and in her own home. Sounds but you so can crazy. rest assured that every available resource will be used to find whoever is responsible for this awful nightmare. This is tremendously sad. Yeah, they said the, the, the back uh, porch window was broken. They said that I believe they did have security. Uh, the security guard was shot as well. They don't know if this was a break-in, if this was a robbery gone wrong, if it was a home invasion. Like you said, it was a follow-home. But it's just it's just nasty out there, and, and, and you just got to be extra, extra safe. I know in L.A. they do that a lot. I've seen in Atlanta they do that a lot, too. I mean, come on. We saw what just happened with Terrence J., yeah, where they it. followed him home and tried to block him in and shot at his car and everything. And fortunately, so he was able to get away. Nasty. But our heart does go out to the Avant family. All right, now, Jesse Smollett, his trial has started, and uh, according to the brothers who took this stand, the Osendaro brothers, they are saying that, uh, Bola is saying that uh, Jesse Smollett agreed to pretend to beat him up. He said he wanted me to beat him up. He testified yesterday. He said, I believed he could help further my acting career. He told me that we would need another person to fake beat him up. He mentioned, could my brother do it? I said, yes. He said the discussion happened in a car as Smollett was driving him home from the sh uh, show Chicago Studio. Court did adjourn yesterday at 7 p.m. with uh, the brother Bola Osendaro still on the stand. He was not cross-examined, but they're expecting that to happen today. 
So they do have evidence, including texts and accounts from Osendaro and his brother, pointing to Smollett paying them $3,500 to stage a hate crime attack against him so he could get publicity and a career boost. So neither of the brothers have been charged with a crime, but Justice Smollett is pleading not guilty. And that is for six counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly making false reports to police that he was a victim of a hate crime. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't really necessarily care about this Jesse Smollett case. I feel like we've been through it already. It, it was done, and now we're bringing it back up. I honestly don't care. Yeah, I mean, now they're finally taking the stand. I didn't even know this was going to end up going to trial. But one of the uh, brothers said that Smollett allegedly told him to say Empire, and then a gay slur, then the N-word, then MAGA. And then he said he wanted me to attack him, but he wanted me to pull the punch it so I don't hurt him, so give him a bruise. The final part of the plan would be to pour bleach on him, and then he would run away. And they said it was Justice Smollett's direct, uh, directions to do all of that, allegedly. That's wild if he did do that just to give him a little boost in his career. That's wild. All right. Now, Alec Baldwin sat down and did an interview with ABC News, and an excerpt was released yesterday. Now, in this excerpt, he says that he never pulled the trigger of the gun that shot the director, Helena Hutchins, on the set of Rust. She was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired. I mean, even now, I find it hard to believe that. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem real to me. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. How did a real bullet get on I, that set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. You said you're not a victim, but is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. I think back, and I think of what could I have done. Now, there's so many, so many crazy things with that. Now, first of all, I, I thought that he said before, he allegedly said he pulled the trigger, correct? I thought he said that before. He said the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. Well, he said that now, but I thought before he said he pulled the trigger. I think this is the first time speaking on it. Mm. I thought he said before he pulled the trigger. I could be wrong. And that's another thing. So he didn't pull the trigger, so the gun just went off? I mean, I don't know. It's still under investigation. And then there was no live, there was supposed to be no live rounds, and he didn't check? It just, all that just seems a little weird. Well, I don't know if it was up to him to check. Mm. Uh, clearly, somebody was supposed to check. I don't know that that was on him. But that interview will be airing tonight on ABC with George Stephanopoulos if you want to watch. Hmm. All right, Wendy Williams was spotted leaving a wellness center in Miami. We've been talking about the health issues that she's had. The video uh, circulated on social media showing her in a red Versace robe. Mm -hmm. uh, she was with her son, Kevin Jr., by her side. And she said she is doing fabulous and that there's a lot more Wendy stuff. And so here's what she had to say. Hey, Wendy. Are you sad about the show being canceled? Any plans for a new show? Everyone does hope you feel better. Thank you. Yes, good luck to you, all right? Sorry to bug you. Thank you very much, it's okay. Is your recovery going okay? Because everyone is really concerned. Wendy is doing fabulous. She's doing fabulous. Yeah. Any, any more words for the fans? Lots more Wendy stuff. All right, so. Now that's, you know, People like that I can't stand. I'm leaving a wellness center. I'm in a robe. I'm barefoot. I'm trying to get to my car. And you're going to ask me, are you sad that the show is not coming back? Yeah, mother effer, I'm they sad. They're trying to the have a moment. Are you okay? No, do I look okay? I'm trying to get in my car. Like, leave me alone. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. That don't bother you. I'm, I'm leaving a wellness center trying to get in my car. I'm trying to heal. I have no shoes on. I'm in a robe. I'm trying you to get back to the You know there ain't no crib. privacy out here. 
stop it. Are you sad that the Wendy show? What, what do you expect? What do you think? You think I'm sad? No, I'm no, I'm happy. I'm I'm grateful. She might be. Maybe she's yes. tired of it. Yes, I couldn't wait. Yes. She might feel like, okay, whew, that chapter's closed. Time to move on. My goodness. All Who right. Knows? Well, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and more tragedy. A fourth student has died following the mm. shooting at a Michigan high school at Oxford High School, and we'll tell you more details of uh, the 15-year-old, Ethan Crumbly. He was taken into custody. He's being charged as an adult. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's here. The most star-studded black western ever made. The Harder They Fall, directed by James Samuel, alongside a killer soundtrack that features original songs by Jay-Z, Kid Cudi, and more. Watch now on Netflix and stream the soundtrack now on all platforms. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in Thursday Night Football, the Cowboys take on the Saints tonight at 8.20 p.m. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? Well, a fourth student has died, and that is all following Tuesday afternoon shooting at Oxford High School in Oxford Township Mm -hmm. in Michigan. Justin Schilling, who was 17 years old, died yesterday. Uh, Seven people, including a teacher, were injured. The suspected gunman is 15-year-old Ethan Crumbly. He was taken into custody. He's being charged as an adult. He should be. Now, they're saying there is no indication that the victims were specifically targeted, but they're saying they are confident prosecutors can prove the shooting was premeditated well before the incident. And he also has been charged with one count of terrorism causing death, uh, four counts of first-degree murder, seven counts of assault with intent to murder, 11 counts of possession of a firearm and commission of a felony, and additional charges are possible. A judge has entered a not guilty plea for Crumbly at his arraignment, and he'll be moved to Oakland County Jail. He'll be held in isolation with Bond. His next court appearance is scheduled for December 13th. His father purchased the weapon on Black Friday. Officials are looking into how the family stored its guns, how much access the teen had to them, and he had apparently... Uh, used the gun prior to the school shooting, according to a source. They also have some posts that he made where he was posting ominous threats before the massacre at the school. Mm. He posted, now I am become death, a destroyer of worlds. See you tomorrow, Oxford. Oh, so he told everybody. Then he, he posted a picture it. of the gun and said, just got my new beauty today. Ask any questions, I will answer. And uh, Yeah, you got to, uh, I mean... That's very scary. Now, they said that the parents actually, there was an incident beforehand and the parents were at the school earlier that morning. But, I mean, when when you see something like that, you got to report it. You you have to report it. I remember an incident where there was a kid in my daughter's school that was uh, knocking over stop signs. And um, my daughter told me, and we reported it to the police, my daughter was very nervous because she was like, she didn't want to seem like a snitch, but she wanted to make sure nobody ran those stop signs. And you, you got to report things like that because you're you, you, you playing with somebody else's life, you know? Now, they're saying the parents of uh, Crumbly had actually gone to the school Tuesday morning to discuss their son's concerning behavior in the classroom. And they said the school did have contact with the student the day before and the day of the shooting See? for behavior in the classroom that they felt was concerning. Mm. And so we, they're investigating that meeting as well. They said about three hours after the meeting, that's when he pulled out the gun and fired on campus. Mm and ultimately killing four students. He's been charged with 24 felony counts in connection to the shooting. They did also find two cell phone videos that were recorded the night before the shooting. And they said the video featured him talking about shooting and killing students the next day at Oxford High School. They also recovered a journal from his backpack. 
And according to uh, reports, the entries allegedly included details about his desire to shoot up the school and mm. murder his classmates. Mm-mm-mm. So definitely premeditated. Yeah, and they are also talking about uh, honoring Tate Meyer, who was a 16-year-old student who was a standout football player. He was killed in the Oxford High School shooting. And so far, there have been thousands of people who have signed the petition. They said that he actually tried to disarm the suspect. So they want to rename the Wildcat Stadium the Tate Meyer Stadium. That would be amazing. And so far, it has over 87,000 signatures. Wow for that to happen. Well, definitely rest in peace to everybody that lost their lives and condolences to all the family and friends and that whole school, man. You, you talk about trauma. You talk about things that they're going to need healing and help for because, oh, my goodness. All right. And there's a new rule out now that will allow debt collectors to track you down on social media. So you that can pursue people on email, text messages, and on social media that sites as is well. So Ill. if you friend somebody on Instagram or on Facebook, it could be a debt collector who wants to contact you with a direct message. Or not only that, just could you imagine if you post something, new bag, and your debt collector be like, but you ain't pay your bill though. <laughs> this is MasterCard, you ain't pay your bill though. That is, that's great. I love that. If you're not already stressed enough about bills, that you can't is, even go on Instagram. You talk about embarrassment. Oh, that is amazing. New car, but you ain't pay that car note in six months though. I love that. That is that is amazing. Yeah, and you know, debt collectors do have a limited number of years where they can uh, sue somebody to collect, and after that time runs out, then unpaid debts are considered time-barred, but a lot of people do still try to get this debt from you. So many consumers aren't even aware that their debt is no longer collectible. The statute of limitations on that debt varies from state to state, so just something for you guys to know as well. Wow. Can you imagine you post a picture with your son and then the, and, and then the child welfare say, hey, but you ain't pay your, your child support in months, though. That's amazing. I would love to see that. That well, would be you know, you got to block people sometimes. Yeah, There's just more people for the block. <laughs> yeah, you got to block them. Though, but that is funny. And it, definitely if they're unblockable and you can just keep leaving messages. I don't think anybody's unblockable. That's amazing. That's great. I love that. I will put you right on, um, what's the thing? Restrict. restrict. I will restrict you. I got so mad you people know you block, go yeah. right ahead. I got mad Me people too. on restrict. I'll never see it. <laughs> I got friends on restrict. Well, they're not friends, but they think they're friends. There's some, yeah, there's some people who post and you'd be like, oh, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that is your rumor report. Um, front page news. All right, Sorry. when we come back, Troy Av will be joining us. So we're going to kick it with Troy Av. And also, Charlemagne is out today. We thought we thought he was coming back, but I guess not. So if you want to give somebody donkey, of the day. 800-585-1051. Whoever you want to give donkey of the day to. It doesn't matter who it is. Your mama, your daddy, your pappy. It could be Charlemagne. Whoever it may be. 800-585-1051. You can get on the phones right now. And uh, Troy Ave, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. All right. We got Ch- Troy Ave. So yeah, God is great in the paper straight. You back know? in the building? Yeah, I'm back in the building with a chart with a chart and album. Number one independent on the East Coast, man. I feel blessed, baby. I got a new haircut too. You Are you fully independent? You know there's always that debate. Oh yeah, I'm fully one hundred percent been independent since day one, like for real, fully independent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I should be getting another plaque. And that's what I pray for, and I'm about to get it and I feel I always get what I pray for, man, for real. So what's been up with Troy Ave? What you been up to in the last... What you been praying for? Two years, last couple what of I've years. What I've been praying for? You, yeah. Oh, man, I've been I've been praying for a new album that chart. That's what I wanted. Um, I've been praying for properties. I I ain't really pray for I just I really pray for that God give me the strength. Because once I got the strength and health, I could go and do the rest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I've been buying a bunch of properties. 
trying to be like my man Envy. You know what I'm saying? How is the real estate market right now? Because I know uh, prices have been up above what they normally are, and I See, keep hearing them talk about that. The way the way I usually do it is um, I buy, I keep, and then I rent them. Mm-hmm. I don't do flips and stuff like that. So I stopped buying like last crib I bought was probably like four months into the pandemic. But the reason why I stopped is because just a headache of having to be out there and then getting uh, the people to come and do the inspection so you could get the tenants and all that. Mm-hmm. And just like dealing with the hassle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I, I found that I had more properties than I could really manage. So I was like, let me just focus on those. Then you know how it is when you start doing other things. And I'm still doing music. Mm-hmm. I still got to be a father. I got, I just got like, um, you know, more uh, custody of my kids now. You know what I'm saying? So I still got to do that. You have so, joint custody? Yeah, I got, before I had like some bullshit visitation. I get my kids three days a week. You can't be no real dad like that. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. You how many kids me? you got? I got two. You got two. So, yeah. so I got but, two kids by the same mother. Two but, sons. So let's talk about the custody of your kids. I see, I see your kids a lot more on your gram, and you've been taking them to school. You've been taking them to trips. So, so how has that been? So first of all, you, like you said, you got joint custody or you got full custody? Or? I got joint custody. So now I get them half the time. I get them uh, two weeks out of out of four out the month, mm-hmm. as opposed to having them six days a month before. Was she willingly doing that? Or was that something you had to do? In Absolutely court? not. I had to fight. I had to fight in court for that. And I feel like every father should go fight in court. I even got a lot of homeboys where it's just like kind of like a, a cop out where, damn, you know, the mom, she won't let me see him. Like, that's bullshit. You got to be a parent to your kids no matter what. Because at the end of the day, it's going to fall on you when you got to bail them out of jail. You know what I'm saying? When you got to take care of the, the baby that they made early, it's going to fall on you. And it ain't no bullshit excuse about, yo, I couldn't be there because the moms won't let me see him. I went How to court. How are you co-parenting now? We good now. We good now. They, you, no offense. Yeah, but you know, women like to, women like to do both. Not all women, but some men it, do too. Sometimes, I'm, you know, yeah, people like it, to. I ain't gonna front. It is a lot of bitter. It's it's bitter baby mothers that could be men too. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I did. I know because I deal with women and I know about they bitter baby fathers that they might block. They don't want to babysit, so me and the girl could go out or like bullshit. You know what I'm saying? They still want them, but that's when you got leverage. So once women like to use leverage a lot. Once there's no leverage. Once it's like. You can't take the kids from me, so I don't have to call you and be like, yo, can I see my kid? Yo, let me keep them extra days. And what can they really do? Mm-hmm. It's no leverage, so now you got to play nice in the sandbox. You do have a um, song called Bitter on the album. I do, so bitter. Toxic, so kind of toxic goes into bitter. It did. I did that on purpose. I wanted it to be like so toxic and so bitter. And like, <laughs> on, if you notice on so toxic, like I don't put my hands on women. I don't believe in none of that shit. So like... You know, like the girl hit me with some flowers, flowers and all yeah. kind of bust your lip. Yeah, bust my lip, all kind of shit. True all, story. Yeah, but not not so much. When I make my music, I use like it's always based on true facts. But I might use like my friend's story and then my story and put it together. Just certain so I don't incriminate myself, whatever. But I've been there many nights, but I didn't get swung on and hit with roses that night. You know, what I'm <laughs> right. I got swung on for other shit, like. Somebody trying to say they was pregnant by me, and I was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got so anyway, it's so bitter. Shit. That was actually about my kid's mother, and she actually loved the song. So the co parenting is going great. <laughs> you and I was talking, we listened to your album again this morning. Yeah, did. And we, um, we noticed there's no features. Yeah, no features. And the first thing me and you said, shout out to Kevin Gates. Damn, nobody f- with, with Trev? No, 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 that's not true. I'm gonna have features on White Christmas. Okay. But like certain times when you're doing albums, when you independent, I'm I'm not the best planner of things. So, like I do a lot of myself. I just make it happen. So I'm not the best planner and set up. And then you know you got to call artists and hit them and and like this album. I decided yo I want to do it 
in three weeks I want to just put it out you know what I'm saying so I don't like waiting I just like getting it done and I know like unless it's like an album like Major Without a Deal New York City the album I feel like I could carry an album myself especially with the way the music is now like mm -hmm. I'm not one of these artists that I never been when the only time I had man features is because I wanted to get with all of all of the people that I, I looked up to in music coming up you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. like whether it was Fat Joe, 50 Cent, or, you know, Jada Fab, that was the only time. But as far as this, the way albums is now, all these albums that I'm making, I'm making them like soundtracks, so they come with a movie. Mm -hmm. That's why they show it. That's why they 25, 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? And then it's smarter like that, streaming-wise, just to go get the bag and run it up. Mm -hmm. So I wanted it to be a movie with just me. That's why every song kind of tie into the next and whatever, whatever. But I don't... I, don't, I, feel, like that, I feel like it's a cop-out when you... When you reaching for features, you see people do mad features with people that don't even match. You don't even f with them. You just basically riding, trying to get some streams and to do all this and still not sell no records. So how does it make sense? I'm not that. I'm an alpha male. I was standalone and I do what I want and I move on my own time. I don't move on. Yo, I, I'm forced under pressure to have to sell this much or I gotta sound. It sounds dumb when you trying to sound like somebody that's not even in your lane. Mm -hmm. They not even doing it right like Biggie did with uh, Bone Thugs. It just trash. It looked like you you reaching. Well, first you moved your your album back in respect for Young Dolph. Young Dolph passed away. Yes, R.P. Young Dolph. Away. That's a fact. Uh, I was gonna ask when when you seen what happened with with Young Dolph, did that bring back memories for you? Because at, at a couple times they took they try to take your life away in, in, a, in a couple of different occasions. With people trying to take my life or whatever, I don't know, man. It's like you, know, you still you still go out. You still go to the to the to the fights. You still go to. You know, to, to restaurants. Does that make you nervous? Do you move differently because it's? I move. I, I mean, move. you you had a, a couple attempts on your life. So do you feel like friend. you know I'm gonna stay out the way? I move. I move more dangerously and I move more militant. Like you're not seeing me with a bunch of. I'm not gonna be with ten, eight, whatever, whatever. Like I'm gonna have my security. He's gonna be licensed with a firearm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I move more dangerous than anything. And on top of that, I carry myself differently. I carry myself like. I try not to let my ego get involved anymore. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like I'm growing up, I'm maturing as an adult. So a lot of times you'd be like, man, f this, I want to go ahead. It's going to be lit, just let my face be seen. But for what? Mm -hmm. You doing it for free. It's like in, in life, you got to have you gotta have more value to yourself than other people will, you know what I'm saying? And most, most of us don't, just being in the urban community, we mm -hmm. don't do that at all. So, and you can see by the risk we take, being places we shouldn't be. So it's, it's basically like if you in, uh, if it's a water filled with sharks, you you might could get in that water and not get bit, but it's a likely chance that you might get bit. So why would you jump in that water? I jump in the water if it's a big bag of money for me to get. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not going in no like Squid Game. Like Squid, yeah, like Squid Game. <laughs> but I wouldn't do no Squid Game. I, I got mm -hmm. more hustle than that. I'll get it from the mud. But I jump in the money if it's I, I jump in the water if it's a big bag of money to get. But that's the equivalent of the hood. Mm -hmm. It's sharks. It's hungry. Right. They trying to eat and you can't blame them. But what I got to hold myself to is be like, wait, I'm in the middle of the ocean on a yacht. Why would I jump off my yacht to go swim with some hungry sharks? Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. You feel me? I'm just a big bag of money. And if I was them, I would probably, I'm a, I'll probably try to do something to me too. So I just move dangerous, especially when I'm with my kids. I'm extra on high alert. But as you should be, if you got anything of value, if you, if you, if you hold yourself of value, it can happen with anybody. Right. All right, we got more with Troy Av. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Troy Av. Now, uh, 
Rest in peace, banger. Of course. Now, what's going on with your trial? I'm not. I'm not asking for details. I'm just curious. I haven't seen the trial pop up or what's going on with the court. Right now, they letting me go. Finally, lead the country. I could do. I got a show in Jamaica on uh, January, January first, whatever. And, but and when, when are you guys going back? When, when the <clears throat> proceedings happen? Because I mean, I do go to court. House was what last year, less than a year ago, and he went to court, and it just seems like well, this is it's taking a long time. I go. I go to court. I go to court online. Are you online? Yeah, I go to court online. So that's. That's better, less, less ears, less eyes out the way or whatever. And what what I'm understanding is that now, since with COVID, they're not going to put on no real child or whatever and have me sitting on child. And uh, and then all of a sudden, one of the members break out with COVID and then they just got to be a hung jury for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, it's good. It's work. The longer I stay out of trouble, the longer that this is proof. Like I've been saying from day one, self-defense. This was an isolated incident. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten no trouble before, mm-hmm. and I never got no trouble after because I ain't the cause of no trouble. So the but longer a, this gets postponed, the better it is for the you. The better, as long as I'm staying out of trouble, I'm being mm-hmm. a productive member of society. You know what I mean? I'm not being a f-ing bum or a menace. Then yeah, it's, it's good. It got to be good because it show. I'm basically I've been on probation for mad years. I couldn't I couldn't leave the country. They they started letting me do shows like I've been I feel like I'm on probation mm-hmm. and it, and it's f-ed up mm-hmm. but the longer the better I want to stay out I want to keep making dope music like God is great paper straight the album I want to keep on you got it seems like you got a, a close relationship to God you absolutely it seems like right in the last couple of years so explain that because you know um when my uh, wife's mother passed away mm-hmm. a lot of people sent texts and sent messages and sent flowers but Troy have actually called and he called with his uh, pastor. And he said he wanted to do a prayer. He said was he said the same thing. Do you believe in God? And I was like, oh yeah. And he was like, if you don't mind, I would love to you know pray for you and your wife. So you know we all prayed, and I I just thought that was dope because a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people will say yo condolences, but not too many people say you know what I want to pray for you. I want to say they send prayers up or I throw some prayers with you, and it be cap, it be cap a lot of time. I'm just a genuine person, and I know it leaves you at a handicap in life and in certain businesses that you're going through. But no matter what, you still gonna be blessed. You know what I'm saying? So like, I really felt like I re- I felt pain for envy. You know what I'm saying? Same way I I, I shed tears for Young Dolph. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I really felt pain. Like that if you really f- with somebody and they going through something, you gonna feel pain for them. Mm-hmm. And I know what helped me through pain is is like God. You know what I'm saying? And not on no, I'm not I'm not no pastor or nothing. But the actual, it, I'm gonna tell you how ill it is. How everything come full circle. The pastor that I call him with, that's my pastor now, that actually prayed for him and his wife, basically saved me and drove me to the hospital on Christmas Day when I got shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I knew he was legit. He ain't one of these, hey, give me some money in a hat and type of bull pastors, you feel me? Like, he, he come to the big house, we talk whatever, kill, chilling. So, like, I feel like when when I started going through I always believe in God. I always pray before I eat my meals. I make my kids pray. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm at a, a table with a too. bunch of... I cannot mm-hmm. not you pray. You feel me? Yeah. You can't. And I never had no food poison or no <laughs> like that. That's a fact. <laughs> so, and then I really sat back when I see people that motherfuckers die from less. I got shot in the head. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like in real life and in my back. Like people die for less. And the fact that I'm living, I can't, I can't waste life. I can't do bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I can't hold on to negativity and you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here for a purpose, and I got to make my life more purposeful than just, you know, f***ing around, getting money, f***ing bitches, being fly, whatever, whatever. You know Do you what ever saying? have flashbacks or any type of PTSD from that? Cause yeah, I can't I'm, Im- yeah, it's like fight or flight, and I didn't prove more than one, two, three instances that, like, I'm always going to fight. You know what I'm saying? One thing, ain't nobody going to just, I'm not a victim. 
So anyway, um, when I'm driving in certain cars, like certain here, they're going to say I'm bragging again. But when you're driving in certain low foreigns, like low sitting cars, that's when I feel like away. But if I'm in like a truck or something, or, you know what I mean? Different as you four door, I don't feel away. But like if I'm in something low, you in a bucket. You like motherfucker just come down and stand over you and just whatever. So that make me feel a little bit nervous, but not nervous to the point where like, I'm sweating and shaking and crying all that. It's a thought though, because yeah. you think about the situation, it's like a deja vu. It it, it ain't, it's more like a more on high alert. But mm. like, like I say, I don't, I handle pressure and differently. I'm not, I'm not weak, I'm strong. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that other people are weak for dealing with but like right, I, everyone has their moments though. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have to be strong all the time. Everybody got their moments, but yeah, you, you do gotta be strong all the time when you when you are. You when have you to allow male. yourself to sometimes feel that though and feel like vulnerable. I can't. I can't ye. The way my life's set up, I can't. I can't be vulnerable. Cause that shit, that should be my downfall, you feel Not me? Not even in a relationship? No. It's a downfall. Like I wear oh, I wear my children? heart on my sleeve. Yeah, with my kids, that's different. All bets is off when you with your kids, you feel mm -hmm. me? But that's that's different. Like I owe them. That they're my responsibility to raise them right. And I can't have no weakness. They can't they can't see me f crying or being broke or like just different. But your kids cry. They have to know it's okay to cry. My, no, my boys cry, but they can't cry over bullshit. So my son was crying. We was leaving a football game. Your son played football. You know what's up? Um, my son was crying over not getting a donut. So I had to. Check him in front of everybody. What are you crying for? I still cry over are stuff you? like that. Well, see, you, you no, a woman. <laughs> you, but look, you know what's crazy? Like, having, like, real emotion like that, and shit, that's feminine, mm -hmm. and it's okay. No, like, you it's got, not true, because sometimes it come out of nowhere, too. Man, you see? Sometimes you people mess, cry over something small because there's something bigger happening. Well, then, how, well, let me ask you this. This this is why this is why the game's up a lot now, because we got too much blurred lines. We we don't have feminine roles and masculine roles. Them is mixed. And that ain't how it's supposed to go. I'm only saying that I go by God. I don't care what nobody talking about. Men ain't supposed to wear dresses. Facts. That ain't how it go. What are well, you? I don't know where that time? rule came from. It's just clothes. It, not, Cause what? in certain in certain places they do wear skirts. No, they do. I said, what are we in Roman times? We not in Roman times. They not Irish with a bagpipe. There's, it's just fashion. How is it fashion? It's clothes. All right. So, like I said, Envy, you agree? You, would you wear a skirt? Would I wear a skirt? Yeah. No. Okay, cool. All right. Whatever. It depends would, on the circumstances. Would you marry a man that wears, that wears a skirt? Did you marry a man that wears a skirt? <laughs> it was it, yeah. Okay. All right. It's see, just clothes. It, I don't see how see, clothes matter She's a free spirit, so open-minded thinker. She feel like men should cry and shit. I feel like you should you I should think people should be able to cry if they need to. But let me ask you this. There's other alternative ways to deal with your crying. So, every time God bless the dead, my man Banger, when, when his birthday come around, I get on book. That's how you see me being like, I'm going at uh, Asinova. I'm putting his f***ing I'm having a paperwork party. He he ratted on uh, 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 God Bless the Dead Classic. Like, I'm on bull around when the time that my man's birthday passed. had died, right? But I don't deal with that with tears. I go hit the boxing bag. You know what I'm saying? I go hit the, I go hit the punching so bag. So when's the last time you cried? You aggression. haven't cried at all? I haven't cried since my grandfather's funeral. And I had I, I, I had tears in my eyes um, when Dolph died. That's a fact. But it's other ways to deal with. Shit. We don't we don't have to automatically deal with something one way. Not saying people are weak for crying. Everybody deal with their own way. But me, the way I'm set up, I gotta be like this. I gotta be an alpha. I can't. Yeah, I deal with so much. Shit. If I was a crybaby ass, shit, I'd be crying all the Ain't time. Nobody say you had to cry all the time, but I'm saying it's okay. Yo, you you, you don't understand. Okay. I would be crying. Yo, I don't think nobody. I don't think nobody in in the history of 
rap besides maybe Tupac. Not comparing myself to Pac, but I will make a new Pac too new Pac, and make go. money off it. You know what I'm saying? Shout <laughs> to Charlemagne for that. But but nobody deal with this much hate and overcome it. I get I get hate from um when I did a suicide sh- it was suicide prevention people hating on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get hate from uh I said some shit about uh people being junkies. It was drug addict a- advocates hating on me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I get hate from weirdo rappers. I get hate from fake ass gangster rappers. I get hate from media people. Mm-hmm. I get hate from um uh, I said some shit. the LGBT community was on my top. Mm-hmm. I get hate from Peter. For but that's because of things you said. But I, but how? I don't speak on. I don't say bullshit. I just say that. I speak on shit that might be in the Bible. I speak on opinions based on facts. Just like my podcast, the yeah, fact show. Yeah, but people deal with real life things like suicide prevention. But we, we, that people. goes back to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's other ways to deal with. Shit. You don't have to deal with some shit by killing yourself. And now and now what I was saying is like you being an enabler, low key, because you're saying. Hey, there's nothing wrong with men wearing skirts. Nothing wrong. I say it is something wrong with committing suicide. Don't f- do it. And then hopefully that I'm, I'm gonna tell you this is a fact. I don't be up here lying. I don't be up here capping. My name is in my chinchilla. I'm not one of those people. So I had people tell me, Yo, Choi Ab, I'm not gonna front. You saved my life. I was on, I was on some bullshit, feeling depressed. But you said that, Yo, I'm a f- dickhead if I kill myself, and I didn't do it. You know, but there's people who have real life, and I'm going to say this because I do know somebody who was on medication, got off the medication, Mm -hmm. and ended up uh, taking his own life, and that was because of a chemical imbalance that he had. And uh, so I feel feel like we don't know what goes on if you're not in that situation where you've never felt like that, or you've never had to be on medication. we do know what's going on. We do know what's going on. I'm going to tell you why. And I'm saying that I'm blessed that I don't have, I do have mental, I do have mental issues, but my mental issues, I deal with them differently. And like, low-key, we do know what's going on. You just glazed over it. Yeah, he was on medication. He got off. He got off the medication. Yeah, because it was making him nauseous. You want to be nauseous or dead? Yeah, but sometimes you think you're cured. You don't know. Like when now, you have these issues. I know. I had a neighbor like that. He was bipolar, crushed. Right. Street. So he that's, get off that's his a meds hard thing. Out. I said, get the fuck on, back on your meds. No, man, because I can't drink and it hurt my stomach. You out here bugging. You want the police to tase you or kill you? So you want to be nauseous or dead? We got to stand. We got to draw lines in the sand. And that's the that be bothering me about this whole music and entertainment and just that I'm in. Like I draw lines in the sand and it'd be a handicap for me. Because like I'm standing on real I'm standing on real shit and everybody else is on with whatever. Not throwing shots at you I, I actually we've been to poke knockers together early out. <laughs> I really ye on a personal level. But like we gotta draw lines in the sand and say this is right and this is wrong. You feel me? Because the people who like like even going back to it's what I hate about music. I hate when rappers out with beef. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I really, really hate that because I really genuinely f- I don't fuck with a lot of people, but when I do f- with you, I f- with you 1,000%. So, like, I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you a story. I really f- with Young Dolph, right? But around that time that, that we met or before that, Yo Gotti did some real s*** for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He put me on. He did He did some real s*** for me, gave me some real advice, and then went and did something for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I wish I, wish I had the... The power, or like, I wish I was like, but well, I could put together and just be like, yo, y'all gotta stop this. All right, we got more with Troy Ave. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Troy Ave. I'm, I'm listening to you talk. I'm, I'm just letting you talk. The crying, shit, I think what you're saying is full of. Shit. I'm gonna tell you why, right? Uh, tell, tell me why, I'm gonna please. tell you why. <laughs> I know it's gonna be hosing your story. No, no, I'm gonna tell you why, right? Because right when it comes to stuff, right? I'm a grown ass man, right? 
you know street when somebody came at me you mm -hmm. know I came at them mm -hmm. they threw two at me I threw four back and that's real I never talk about it because I don't have to mm -hmm. right <laughs> but if I'm watching a movie Could on the plane and something is sensitive I'm gonna tell oh, no get this a bib I'm not, and a I'm pamper the it's the truth why are you crying because it's a movie something but something that makes me feel a way Envy. It's something that makes me feel. You can sit here and say whatever you want about me, I, and me and you can Envy. go. We can fight and tussle. But if Envy. there's something in a movie tussle. that makes yeah. me <laughs> that makes me feel a way, I could throw a tear. Why? 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 I don't less of a man. During Creed on that don't make me less of a man. What? No, no, I'm not saying my, it, it makes you. My baby was just no. born. I cried. That's different. That don't make me less of a man. I said there's no rules with your kids. And if I see my kids graduate and do some great that I didn't do, I'm gonna I'm my, gonna cry. My I'm daughter a, got I'm stitches on her face at, at a young age. I teared up because I see my daughter crying. So How? She not cry. dead? Nah, but it don't matter. I, but her seeing her in pain put me in pain. I see my and kids in pain I and I want That's what I'm saying. I, I be wanting to take, take away the pain, pain away from my kids, but I'm not crying over no damn movie. It's a movie. And, and I boo booing. What are you getting scared over? It nah. make you tell like what? Like I seen movies and that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I you react to it different. I'd be like, I seen Creed. But, but, I just be like I'd be like, damn, that was a really good movie. That <laughs> touched me. But I'm not I'ma say it touched me. I'm not gonna say, Can I get a tissue? That don't make me less of who I am because I, I, I tear. When now you putting words in my mouth, I didn't say it makes you less of a man. Well you say I it says, does. I said that There's it other could ways be, he handles it. There's other ways to handle okay. it. Because, but that doesn't look, make somebody that, who cries less than a man or make somebody who cries well, weak. Well well technically well technically it's not a strong way. Would you say it's a strong way of handling it? Let's go black and white, because you know I like to go black and white. If it's not a strong way of handling it, it, depend, it depends why you're crying. Is there another way for you to handle seeing that that movie that makes you emotional? Is there? Uh, to having a tear? Is there another way for you to handle it? <laughs> I mean, there's a way that you might handle it, but I handle it differently. Ah, come on, dude. Man, you, is this you, the truth? You're doing an interview, but is there another way for you to handle it? That's what I'm saying. Even I don't know, but because that's the way that I handle it. I, I, that's, that's that's my that's I, my reaction. I, put I, I can't black think about it like, damn, I could have handled that a little differently. Maybe I could have jumped up and cheered. Well, I, I don't know. Actually, when, the, the, my feeling and my emotion at that time was, damn, that was sentimental. Look, for that time. actually, what you just did is said I could have jumped up and cheered. You just answered the question. But you just not, actually did it. But that's not my emotion. I would have faked you're, you're it. That would be a fake. Then you would be looking at me as one of those weirdo ass rappers. No, uh, you know real. what? Let me let me say what it is. Then I'm in control of my emotions now. That's the difference. I'm in control of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't let my emotions guide me and shit like that. So, like, my son fell on the... He was on the field. His his tooth was loose. His tooth came out in the game. He started crying. I said, what are you crying for? Are you dead? Are you injured? No, my tooth came out. I've seen you pull the tooth out in the house. All right, spit the blood out and go back. He sucked it up and went back out there. But his mother and the team mom, they were like, oh, baby, oh. And he, and he started to keep crying. I had to intervene. So mm -hmm. now I gave him another way to deal with it. So that's how I want. That's how I want to raise my my kids. You know what I'm saying? Every man is the king. Daughter, Every man is a god to himself. Gets married, I wouldn't raise my. Cry. I went now. My daughters, I would raise them different. My, I want. I need my daughter to be from college. I'm gonna cry. But I just, I just, you say the same thing I say. Oh. He's agreeing with me. Okay. Thank you for making my point, my brother. That's what I'm saying. Well, let me ask you this, Trey. So I saw you posted your girlfriend. I should cry when I got my, when my album charted. I should cry. <laughs> you should. You should. That's an emotion. But that's I, a big thing. Nothing wrong with some happiness. And that's coming from the dirt where you came from. And like, damn, I made it. Every time, every time, every time I I, I open up my bank account, mm -hmm. I cry. Oh my god! I cry. You know why? Because I came from a place where I'm not supposed to oh, have that. I every time I walk in my house, I cry because I come from an area where I'm not okay, supposed to be Okay, now you're that. crying too much. You know what I did? I could have cried, but I bought a chinchilla. <laughs> I could have cried, but I bought a chinchilla. I did that. Envy you know what I'm saying? I celebrated. But I bought a chinchilla and I cried. Was it? Well, you add more <laughs> on it, man. Now I That's saw you fact. posted your girlfriend. Is that your girlfriend that you posted on Instagram? Which one? This one you talk about? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold up, ice cream chuck. That? That's the one he. <laughs> that oh. one. That one. Yeah, y'all ain't. Sh 
<laughs> nah, nah, that wasn't my girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? I was defending, I was defending her because like, I don't. I said this before. I will say it again. I don't agree with no type of hate. People will be cool with this type of hate, but not that. Haters hate. Whether you hating on somebody for they got money, whether you hating on somebody for their their, their gender, their their sexuality. Well, people might say you a hater though. Ne no, you never say you a hater. That's a fact. Because tell you, me how. You, you just said never in life. I've never hated on nobody in my life. But that's that's the way that they are. That's you not. Said, no, I didn't, you just I, said that's not people hate. that wear dresses you don't see eye to eye. That's kind of hate because you call them weirdos. weirdos how is, is it hate? hate? How is it hate? Because if, if I, I have an opinion based on wear a dress, right, and that's his freedom because that's what he is. That don't affect you. That don't affect what you do. Right. Right, but no, I'm saying right to what you're saying. Like but you get you it call, out. You call a rapper I'm, that don't necessarily come from the same place that you come from, not this, not raised the same way, because mm -hmm. he doesn't look like you or dress like you. He's a weirdo. That's kind of hate. Oh, uh, that's not hate. You what know what? A, you know what a weirdo is to me. What's weirdo? If you're doing fucking drugs and you wearing funny nail polish and you acting feminine and you you fucking. Rapping in weird ways, you a weirdo, but I'm not hating. How's it rapping in weird ways? Because it's a I'm gonna tell you rap. about rap. No, that's not true. Because I listen to, I listen to, uh, I listen to soul music, the spinners, mm. all kind of shit. You I'm can't judge people by, by nail polish and what they wear. Yeah, men that's should not, be wearing nail polish. Rock stars wear nail polish all the time. Rock stars. Let me tell you something. I feel let like let everybody me, wears oh nail God. polish. Tupac had First a nose all, ring too. That does whatever. Don't do that. The Tupac, don't do that. To Tupac. Would you Tupac wear a nose ring? Dope. I wouldn't, but Tupac. I wouldn't win, but a lot of men with nose ring. A lot of men with nail polish. Whatever. Rockstar. This, this is what we got the game fed up. First of all, back to the hate. Mm -hmm. I've never hated on nobody in my life. I get inspired. If I see somebody do, shit, I'm gonna ask them. You how? You, there's nobody walking the earth to say I hate. I don't feel jealousy. That's not how I'm built. I'm a genuine. I got different qualities about me that's different. As far as rockstars wearing nail polish. That people f horses. That ain't what we supposed to do. It's That's just a nail polish. Bestiality is something <laughs> no. completely different yeah, dude, than nail polish. It, it bestiality is a gateway drug. It's a gateway it drug. No, it's, it's a gateway drug. So oh my what, gosh. What, this is what I'm saying. But as far as like me hating, I never hate on nobody. That's a gateway drug. It's people doing things that you ain't supposed to do. And and we gotta have we gotta have control of our emotions. We gotta have control. Sometimes everything you want to do is not good. It probably feel good to shoot heroin. That don't mean you should fucking do it. As far as being a rock star, being a rock star is not is not rock and roll. We're not talking about rock and roll, which was started by Little Richard or one of these black people when then Elvis came and did it. We're talking about rock star. That's straightening your hair, makeup, all kind of shit. Black people, if you ain't a fucking rock star, you're not, you're not Lenny Kravitz, dog. You being a rapper, now you blurring the lines. Cool to collab and music shit. This is what we got it up, trying to. I don't never want to be like no other men. I don't. I, I I got my own style. I got my. This is my own clothes. As I you should. Myself. As but you should though. Too many people. That's why we don't get individuality. Want to be like people. I show. Yo, this is what I'm doing. You gotta come you up here. We gotta on. have another conversation. Because I heard you. Uh, you and Charlemagne DM'd each other, right? He told you. What's yeah. Oh, he told you that. We good. I bought him a gift and all that. Mm -hmm. I ain't bring it upstairs because I knew he wasn't gonna be here. Right. But you know. We good, so we'll we'll come back and we'll chop it up. All right. Well, with let's, him let's, and let's play a record off the album. What you God is great. Paper straight the album. I need everybody to go get it. It's charting. Keep charting it. Uh, let's play that Weatherman, man. Weatherman. All right. Weatherman. And, and here go another thing. Go buy my album on on iTunes. Buy that shit, ten dollars. If you don't like it, I will give you money back. Money back guarantee. Okay. All you gotta do is show me a real sales receipt. All right. It's well, a fact though. It's Troy Ave, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Then I'm peeled not. Then we peel up with my cassette. Violated probation. I'm like for real stop. That was Troy Ave Weatherman. You can see that uh full interview on breakfastclubonline.com. Very interesting. Very interesting, brother. All I had right. to actually um 
leave at one point. Y'all was going back and forth. You better just do that facto podcast. Yeah, we were going back and forth about everything. But, I mean, we can do that. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we don't have to have beef. We don't have to want to kill each other, hurt each other. But me and Troy, every time he uh, calls me or we have a conversation, we that's usually our conversation. We go back and forth with each other. I heard you cried in the car. I did. Okay. Men can cry. <laughs> All right, let's get to rumors. Let's talk to baby. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. All right. Well, the baby's been through a lot. Now, he went on social media to reflect on how he hasn't been able to enjoy his own success. He posted, one month after I signed and dropped my debut album, Baby on Baby, in 2019, my little brother hit me and told me my daddy was found dead in his crib. I was the hottest rapper in the world, spending my entire breakthrough year hurting behind a fake smile, using my hustle to block out how effed up I was about my daddy dying unexpectedly. I ran laps around and was my first year in the game of all types of accolades that I was too numb to enjoy. I held it down and carried the last name as righteously as I could, dropping my second album, Kirk, dedicated to my daddy later that year. To this day, I still don't know what happened or how my daddy died. I was in the middle of a sold-out arena tour when COVID first hit top of 2020 and had to sit my ass still for the first time since I popped 2019. I went with my move and dropped anyway with my third album, Blame It On Baby. June 2020, Rockstar went number one on Billboard. And he said, November 3rd, 2020, my big brother committed suicide. Mm. I was a top streaming artist in the world at that time. I lost my big brother. All that along with the other ish I can't speak on. So he said, till this day, I get targeted, lied on, and get my name dragged through the mud every day for fame and money. Two things everybody wants that I don't even care about. Yeah, I'm sure. It, what do they call it? Like survivor's remorse? The, the fact that, you know, you feel like you made it in, and everybody around you didn't. Also, not even knowing what happened to your father. Yeah, I mean, and then the fact that your brother took his own life, and imagine the pain somebody is going through. Yeah, he can't enjoy everything that he's doing because he's still, you know, feeling the pain from his father and his brother and his friends and everything that's going on around him. You know, you got to pray for the baby. Right now, in the meantime, these organizations are saying that they haven't heard anything from the baby. He, they said he never donated to three AIDS organizations after they met in August. And he hasn't followed up. So, so it was, about it was World AIDS Day yesterday, and they posted a report in the Daily Beast investigating what uh, the baby has done to provide several of the organizations that he met with in August after the comments that he made about people living with HIV. Mm-hmm. And of the nine organizations he met with, three said they have not heard from him. The other six did not respond. Mm. So, so it's about the money. So they did have a conversation with him. Well, they, they didn't say anything him. about money, oh, but okay. I think they were talking about what can you do moving forward. Yeah. Like to well, the brother's to been correct going, miseducation. Well, the brother's been going through a lot, as you can see. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably overwhelming. He saw those reports and everybody else kind of bashing him. And then right. he had a very public uh, situation with Danny Lay mm-hmm. that happened on, on his live. So it's a lot going he's, on. He's been going through a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Eddie Murphy has signed a new record deal with Warner Brothers. He's going to be releasing a reggae album. What? <laughs> and that reggae album also features Beanie Man. Now, he also has a song with Snoop Lion, oh my a.k.a. Snoop Dogg, that will be on the LP. And here's a snippet of that. Red light, stop light, Oh, 
that's the banger red light. Yo, could you Let's imagine? Let's not forget Eddie Murphy had an album out before. Party all the time. He did. He Party did. That was 30 years ago, and that was. And then he had Boogie in Your Butt. He did have Boogie in Your Butt. Could, could, but you, could you imagine butt, you being a, 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 a artist, a, a Jamaican artist, or a reggae artist, or any artist, and you're looking for a deal, and you nice, you've been practicing, you've been putting in the work, and you do it every day, you've been sending out promos, you've been outside the radio stations for people, and then Eddie Murphy gets a deal because he's Eddie Murphy. You didn't like that little snippet? Did you like it? I hear more. <laughs> Would you put it on your playlist? Would you put it in your coffee shop or Maybe your juice bar? Maybe if I was at the pool or something. No, you wouldn't. Lighten one up. Yeah, right. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, well, Charlemagne is out today. We didn't know, but uh, if you want to give somebody Donkey of the Day, 800-585-1051. Whoever you want to give Donkey of the Day to, call us up right now. It could be your mama, your daddy. It could be Eddie Murphy. It could be Charlemagne. It could be ye. It could be me. Whoever you want to give Donkey of the Day to. It could be Troy Ave. He just left. 800-585-1051. always talk about somebody giving their mama Donkey of the Day. I don't know what's wrong with you. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. For nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to get a hassle-free quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that's is how they choose. Call in now, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is J. Lou. J. Lou, what up, man? What's up, brother? Go ahead, man. Who you want to give Donkey to? Oh, I'm giving it to you, big dog. Uh Why are you giving me Donkey, brother? Hey, check this out. I don't know what you got against us middle-class folks out here, bro. Uh Uh-oh. But who in the world, who in the world will celebrate debt collectors being able to follow somebody. I know. That's funny. No, no, That's no, stressful. They got nothing to do with middle class people. It's everybody because they be on me too. But the fact that they what debt you owe? Every month my, they cut my cell phone off. So AT and T. Oh come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. AT and T be hitting me every month, but that's you, funny. You can hit them back. Go f yourself. You can block them. I think that's no, funny. No, it's stressful. It's already stressful enough when they be calling your house and sending letters. Social media alone already stressful enough. Now I gotta die. <laughs> I got to dodge J.C. Penny in Series 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> you better pay that J.C. Penny bill. How old is it? Oh, don't worry about that. It's gone now. It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got that thing. Remember when Sally Mae was on my ass? Could you imagine I post a picture at the club and Sally Mae be like, but you ain't pay your debt, though. Now, Envy, there's That's no reason why you wouldn't have your debt paid. No, nah, I mean, I, mean I, I feel you. Hey, you, you taking it from the standpoint of somebody looking at it like outside, like laughing, but the dude who actually happens to it, Come on, man. Social media already is a sad place to be anyway. You right. You right. <laughs> but that's funny to me, though. Come on. It you, is you, not funny. You look at your man's post. He at the club with some bottles. And on the bottom, J.C. Penny be like, but you still owe $20. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. What's up, G? What up, man? I'm with you. There ain't nothing funny about that. <laughs> you be like, oop, let me get hey, off this. Have a good one, brother. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Cam. Cam, what up, man? Good. Who you want to give Donkey to? I want to get it to myself, man. I'm from Minneapolis, and I've been listening to iHeart Radio. And I've been thinking that I've been listening to y'all on time, but it don't come on until about 6.30 my time. Uh-huh. Now, so I'll be at work at 4 my time. I'll wait for an hour and a half, and then I'll call y'all trying to get through. And y'all, then, you didn't already did all the tape. So I'm just now upgraded, and now the first time I'm trying to get through, I got in. Okay. 
So you gave yourself oh, donkey of the day. That, that, that's pretty much what he uh, did. I got a couple donkeys. I got donkeys in the day. All the people that come at me say, Andy, we all, I, I like my light skins. I'm a light skin guy. Oh, my God. That's right. Light skin brothers stay together. Is this the battle you want to fight, sir? No, he's good. Lights can rub us nope. together. <laughs> it's a never-ending battle that they'll never win, though. They'll never win. I'm telling them. Try so, to tell them. I don't know if you want Envy to be your representative. <laughs> I'm not the leader. Leader Lights can is Steph Curry. Then it's Drake. Then it's me. Hey, hey. I'm just saying, I ain't calling nobody a leader, you know, but hey. Uh, yeah, slow down with all that. We got, we got to stay together. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Quinn. Hey, Quinn, what up? Give Who you want to give donkey to? I want to give Donkey of the day to the chick that called in and said she was an Amazon worker and she wanted snacks as a gift. Nope, that's what she <laughs> said. If you missed it this morning, an Amazon worker called and she, she said snacks. for Christmas as a tip, all she want is milk and snacks. And that's what I'm giving no, my no, Amazon no. workers. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm out here with the postal service. We're out here delivering packages. We don't want no snacks. We want we want money. We want gift cards. That's what we want. We nope. don't want no snacks. Nope, that lady said she want Welch's fruit snacks. And she no, will quarter orders. And now, no. ladies, I got you. No. no, that's not what we want. And so I'm giving donkey today to her and Charlamagne, too, because he always taking vacations after Thanksgiving. He needs to come to work. I know he ain't been here all week. And all we right. don't even know what's going on. Hopefully I'm, I'm he's okay. You, what's your favorite snack, mama? Money. That's, my <laughs> that's what she needs, some money snacks. <laughs> Thank you, mama. I love y'all. Y'all have a good one. You, you too. too. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Kyron Jones, man. I'm calling out of Dayton, Ohio. I'm giving my brother donkey of the day. I know he's going to be listening this morning. Um, he owes me like $500. And uh, he just called me last night talking about he's going on vacation. Ooh. He done bought some Louis Vuitton for his girl. I'm like, Lord have mercy, bro. You sell me $500 and I ain't got nothing. Damn, man. You should hit him on social media and tell him you need your money. You should every time he posts a picture, just post, you ain't pay me, though. You still owe me money, though. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be like the IRS on, on his butt. You know, the, I mean, the debt collector. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Well, have a good one, brother. Uh, you too, bro. God bless y'all. All right. Donkey of the day. Charlemagne is out. Uh, he was supposed to come back today. We don't know where he's at. But up next, we usually have Ask Ye. But Yandy's checking in. Yandy got a lot going on, right, Ye? That's right. It is kind of like an Ask Ye because she's talking a lot about uh, a lot of her viral moments that have happened recently, her activism, but also her health, her personal health, her physical health, her spiritual health, and all of that. All right. We're going to talk to Yandy when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. We have Yandy. Morning, Yandy. Yay! Yandy, what city are you in? I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. So, but in my heart, I'm always in New York. Nah, you know nah, you moved from New York. You moved from Harlem. You moved to Atlanta. So how's Atlanta living? What made you move to Atlanta? Everything, the opportunities out here. I've opened up a store, I have a restaurant. So there's just a lot going on. And then I wanted some grass. I wanted my babies to run in grass and, and see trees and smell fresh, clean air and all of that. So it was it was really my husband's decision and I was fighting it. But then when I came out, he was like, just look at this house. Just look at this house. I came, looked at the house and I fell in love. Good. That'll do it. Now, speaking of your husband, we saw that you guys did renew your vows uh, earlier this year in Dubai. So what was that experience like for you? It was a lot. We planned that wedding in three weeks. And originally it was supposed to be 10 of us. 
there were about 80 something of us out Jeez. there. So it, wow. it was insane. It was crazy. Um, he proposed and I was like, oh, we were going on a family trip to Dubai. And then he was like, um, yeah, you know, I wanted to get remarried. And I was like, well, why don't we do it in Dubai? And why don't we start inviting people? So that quick little thing turned into 80 people out there with us. And then the show decided to follow it. So it was beautiful. It was it was so nice. Now, Yanni, you know you guys ended up on the rumor report and on the blogs and went viral. And that was for something that Mandisi I'm said. like, which thing was it now? No, I was, which I was thing thinking was the same it? thing. I was like, what you done did now? <laughs> what did I do now? And now, but I do want you to clear this up, right? Because okay. uh, people were talking about how Mandisi said that if you went to jail, he doesn't know if he'd be able to hold you down. And if you re- recall, that went so viral. And I know he felt very defensive that over those comments. That sounded wild when he said it, though. I ain't gonna front. If the roles were reversed, would you hold me down? If the shoes was on the other foot, you know, I don't know what I would be able to do. Hmm. And that's a problem. My husband is brutally honest in every situation. Now, the same question was asked to me when he was leaving. They were like, you know, well, actually, he said, you don't have to do this. In your mind, in my mind, I was like, shoot, I hope I could do it. You don't, you really just don't know. Mm-hmm. What he said was, I don't know. And that is what everybody really feels. But I was like, damn, <laughs> we sitting in front of three million people watching this show. I don't care what you really feel. Say what you're supposed to say. The world is gonna look at you and me crazy for you saying something stupid like that. So. Yeah, we. I was like, I should knock you upside your head. So what was but, that? What was that conversation after when when the show? Because the conversation that, after was, you want to get knocked upside your head? I was sitting there, but th- this isn't the first time. Like <laughs> we've had this conversation when we go through things, and he's like, Yeah, you know, why you didn't call or why you didn't write this day, and I was calling at this time, and you didn't pick up. And I'm like, What if the roles were reversed? Right. Was you gonna pick up every single call when you was holding down these kids? You working three jobs, you owning all these different companies. I'm allowed to miss a phone call. So I wasn't, I wasn't shocked to hear him say that because he's, we've had those conversations where he said like, I, I appreciate that you have and I, I hope that I could do, I don't know, I don't know if I could. And I, and I say the same thing, I don't know if I could have either, but I did. So now that we know that I did, let's move past it. Get your mind right to a place where you could be like, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm right here. And another issue that you guys had was him not really appreciating what you do as far as work, right? Because you have been on the front lines. You've been very active. We know you and Tamika Mallory are extremely close and you've Mm -hmm. been supporting her cause and been on those front lines as well, getting arrested and all of that. So how have you guys moved forward when it comes to that? I think it's not that he doesn't appreciate it. I think it's more that he's just scared. You know, me calling him being locked up in jail was one of the hardest calls he had to receive. Because in that moment, the roles were reversed. And he was like, I, I, I'm supposed to do these kids by myself. I gotta you know, wake them up and take them. At that time they were in summer camp, but it was still, they gotta be there at eight o'clock in the morning. They need to eat. They need to you know, be dressed and ready to go. So all of that, having just coming home and having to manage two babies by himself, he didn't know. And all he knew was that I, I got a felony charge. So he's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, it's a felony charge. How long are you gonna be there? What's happening? He was scared to death. He was scared to death, of course, because he didn't want me in prison. But then also he was scared to death because he was like, I gotta do this by myself with these kids. That And it was during the pandemic. So it was a lot of things that was just on his mind. So he was like, you, you can't just think about everybody else and not think about your family, think about your children. Now I was gonna ask so he you. Wasn't, he wasn't on the page with me getting arrested at all. And then when I went and got arrested again, he was like, okay now. Enough's enough. <laughs> enough is enough. 
Now, Love and Hip Hop. You've been you you a vet on Love and Hip Hop. I'm a vet on Love and Hip Hop. You still enjoy it? <laughs> or are you tired of it I, now? No, I I like the um for me this transition was great. I love the people in Atlanta. They inspire me. You can't be out here and not do something. Everybody out here, you know, own several businesses. They have establishments. They're really popping. So I had to, you know, New York was great, but but for me, it was easy. Out here is challenging. Like, I, I got to stay inspired to keep creating and, and, and doing things. So it definitely calls me higher. I saw you guys got a new mayor. So how do you feel about we that? We got a new mayor. And I had the privilege of um, talking to him the night before the runoff and really, you know, getting in his all up in his business about like, look, these are some of the issues I'm having. These are some of the things I want. I'm here now. So I can definitely speak to some of the changes I want to see. And um, I really appreciated his answers. One of my biggest concerns. So I have a store at the Underground in Atlanta. If you're from Atlanta or if you visited Atlanta, especially, I would say like six years ago, the Underground was the spot in Atlanta. It's been closed down for some time, but I opened up my location there because that is the real Atlanta. And um, it, it's booming, you know, there's businesses that are opening right now. I was like one of the third businesses that opened over there. And I think now there's about 15 or 20. Um, there's the homelessness around the area was insane. And I just felt like we needed to really clean up the city, but first we needed to make sure we provided opportunities for the people in the Atlanta area. You know, it, it, it's a lot of homelessness. So he told me the plan, he told me the goals that he has for that. And then another thing for me that was, um, you know, small businesses are thriving in Atlanta, but I also see gentrification happening and all these tall buildings coming in. You know, there are some small business owners that are being knocked off the block. So I wanted to know, what are you going to do to com combat that and protect us? So we had a good conversation. We had a good conversation. And I think, um, you know, going into this, it's always good conversations. But then when things start to happen, like, you know, over policing and all the other things that happen, we got to have another conversation. But I wanted to make sure I had that communication open with him so we can have these conversations. All right, we got more with Yandy when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Yandy. Now, you hooked up with Coach Jesse. You about that detox life? You about the detox? Oh, my gosh. I'm about that detox life. <laughs> this is your first one? Just completely about it. Detoxing from people, detoxing right. from situations, detoxing from cities and jobs, whatever it is that I got to do to make sure I am. This is the happiest I've ever been, I must say. You know, and I do want to say before we get into Yandy and her detox, your sister was actually on The Breakfast Club with mm -hmm. Coach Jesse before doing a detox because of her fibroids. Yes, absolutely. And it changed her life. My sister has struggled with um, fibroids and um, I, I, oh, you know that I always mess this up, PCSOS? PCOS. Is that it? Yes. She has struggled for years with um, infertility and, and really trying to just live a full life without pain, without, you know, excessive bleeding. And until she met Coach, now I met Coach because I reached out to her for my sister. Because mm -hmm. I was like, something has to give because that affects your mental health. Yeah. You know? So I reached out to her like my sister needs something and I, I saw I saw her on the breakfast club and I was like, I don't know if this is my, my sister has had tons of surgeries and I'm like, I need something else. And, and more than just 
um, you know, the supplements and I need a whole mental, like she just needs a whole mental overhaul to help her with her thinking and her not, not wanting to give up on her dream of having children. So let me ask you a question. Is this your first detox? Um, Coach Jesse's was my first, but I, I started it, I think that was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So two which years one, ago, that which, was my which, first one. Which one are you doing now? You're doing the seven day, the 14 day, the 30 day? Right now I'm doing the 30 day. The 30 day, the 30 day fruit one. <laughs> I'm doing the 30 day fruit one. What, yep. number you at? what day are you on? Um, I started it the day after I left. Well, okay, let me just keep it real. Thanksgiving was hard. I bet. <laughs> There's no way you did a detox Thanksgiving. Go ahead and lie. Go ahead Thanksgiving lie. was hard, ahead okay? Ahead. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Thanksgiving was hard. I had a little piece of turkey there and there. And look, we don't beat but, ourselves up when it doesn't every single day. No, perfection. I don't. You don't beat yourself up over that. I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, um, it's a journey, right? I'm a seafood loving something and I will also do a good piece of steak. But um, <laughs> I understand my body and I understand just really wanting to cleanse and all of that stuff. So it's a journey. It's something that I don't just do for 30 days. I actually love some of the meals that I learned from Detox Living with Coach. So it's been something that's become a part of my lifestyle. It's, yep, hard, yep, it's yep. hard being in Atlanta, though. I ain't gonna lie. Atlanta got some great food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then me opening up a restaurant and having, I mean, it's my job. I got to taste out the chef. It's what I got to do. <laughs> but the good thing is Research. we have, we, we added the, the detox living into our menus. So there's this um, dish that Coach Jesse talked to me about. And if you guys don't know who Coach Jesse is, you got to look her up. She's not just about healthy living when it comes to food. But um, I'm gonna go back really quickly. I met Coach Jesse when I was going through a severe depression. Nobody would know, because I was able to get on TV and mask what was happening. And um, I, I thought that I was just caught reaching out to her for my sister. But when she talked to me about, it's not just about what you eat that helps your body, it's the stress you're able to relieve. And um, I needed to have those conversations. I thought it was with somebody else, but it wound up being something that I needed. And it really just helped refocus my thinking. I had clarity and she helped me with prayer and all of that stuff. And honestly, to detox, you need a little bit of praying when you used to eat the way I eat. So now fast forward, it's become something that is not just an eating thing for me. It's a really taking time to be centered and, and really figuring out what is my body telling me? What is my mind telling me that I need? So um, it's been really good. It's been good. And I second that, Yandy, because a lot of times people don't realize how the food you put in your body affects so much, so many other things. It affects your mood. Mm-hmm. It affects how you treat other people. It is how you treat yeah. yourself. And so I do feel like a lot of times it starts there, you know? Absolutely. And then also women, like we have menstrual periods, right? And having those cramps and those, like those, that is a horrible feeling. I'm telling you, when I started detoxing and really just monitoring what I'm taking in and what helps that, what what helps the growth of fibroids, what shrinks it, all of those things affected my pain level. If I'm in pain and I gotta go work, or I gotta go shoot, or I gotta go talk to people at the store, or I have to interact with chefs at the restaurant, I don't wanna talk to you. Right. <laughs> I wanna deal with you, I don't want you in my space, none of that. But when you are able to manage it and you're able to really, like I know, okay, if it's gonna be this time of month, this is what I wanna eat, this is what I wanna do, cause I wanna make sure I'm not in pain. You know, and being able to have control over that is something that's important too. You're right, because it also affects how much you bleed. Because yes. I realized when you change your diet and you eat better, I know you guys aren't gonna know a lot about this. Sorry, Envy. Yeah, sorry, Envy. Yeah. 
But it's good. It's good because you have four daughters. You know, this yeah. is good information. But it yeah. does affect like the amount of blood, the amount of pain, because you're not supposed to be bleeding that heavily nonstop for a, a long period of time. And so Absolutely. I'll say for myself personally, all those things did change when I changed my diet where to the yeah. point where I don't even get cramps at all. Me either. So we do have a podcast, Detox Living, and Yandy was actually our first guest. Okay. Me and Coach Jesse on the Detox Living podcast, where we are going to be talking about things just like this. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I appreciated that show. I love just the, you know, we got so many things that we are entertained with, but to really sit and get information that's going to help your whole life living is it's great. And I don't see too many shows like this, so you guys are definitely one in a million. Um, definitely go follow the podcast if you haven't. The episode airs tonight, mm -hmm. right? Yes, airs tonight. Yes, yes, okay, yes so I am. Airs tonight. Make sure you go look it up. Mm -hmm. And I am not paid to promote to promote this thing. This is something that I really feel strongly about. I really feel like it's something that will spark much conversation. We talked about a lot of stuff, and I and I was able to just talk freely in a space with you, Angela, and Coach, and and just be honest and be real. And I think that um, it, it's a needed conversation because so many of us need to start having these conversations, especially after that pandemic. Right. That pandemic was something. And I think um, a lot of us are still suffering from not just health wise, but mentally mm -hmm. what that did to us being isolated and being alone and losing relationships um, or just having to figure out who are my real friends who aren't. All of those things happen during the pandemic. And it needs to, it should be a con an ongoing conversation. Well, listen, we couldn't have had a better first guest than Yandy on uh, Detox oh, Living with you. Coach Jesse and Angela Yee. And I thank you for being so vulnerable and open and always willing to discuss whatever. I commend you for being able to handle things so well and still uh, push on. Thank you, my sister. I appreciate that. Good seeing you, Yandy. Good seeing you too. You guys be blessed. We'll Same see you, you in person soon. Yes, for sure. And make sure you guys look at it tonight. It was a great conversation. Thank right. you, Yandy. It's Yandy. All right, bye. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So get ready for Versus. It's going down tonight. It's Bone Thugs and Harmony versus 3-6 Mafia. Uh, Y'all excited for that one? Hosted by DJ Scratch. That's going to be dope. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for that tonight. What time? Uh, so it's uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Who so you first got? is a resident DJ competition, and then at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, Bone Thugs and Harmony versus 3-6 Mafia. Yeah, who you got? Bone Thugs, 3-6 Mafia, who you got? Oh, my gosh. That's a tough one. Ah, you said Bone Thugs? I might, That's what Nick the camera guy I said. I might have three six mafia. I think also because look, if Juicy J, yes, and Juicy J got all his records, and then DJ Paul, they do have a lot more. I feel like as solo mm -hmm. artists, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like three six mafia has a lot of records, but then when they do this, the individual records, Juicy J got a, a zillion. And records. then what about production and appearances and all That's of that? That's what I'm saying. Juicy J got a lot. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to be tonight. Mm -hmm. So, again, you know how I always feel about verses. What really matters the most is what they put up against what. Correct. All right, now, one of the alumni from America's Next Top Model is speaking out and saying they were not paid a penny for being on the show. Sarah Hartshorn is her name. She said they were given a $38 uh, daily cash stipend that they had to use to pay for their own food. Damn. She was only 18 when she was cast on the show, and she's 34 now. She said they didn't even give us a microwave to heat the food up. 
and they sh- they were talking about um, a bunch of different things. Like they said, Tyra Banks made thirty million dollars during a twelve month period as a creator and host of America's Next Top Model. But a lot of the people that were on the show, the contestants, they signed a contract that said that they um, had to stay. You could break it, but you couldn't just walk out. There were handlers and security and lawyers who threatened us with million-dollar lawsuits if we didn't abide by the contract. How long was that taping? Was it a long taping? Was it two weeks? Was it a week? Was it three weeks? Was it months? Do we know? It probably depends on how long you last. But I know for some people, they thought it was a great opportunity, right? Yeah, so... You get on there, you get seen, people see your face, and hopefully, even if you don't make it, you can still get a lot of... uh, I guess jobs. Do we know anybody on there that didn't make it that did pretty well? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, there are a lot of people on there that we never heard from again. So they said they had to sign hundreds of contracts, including non-disclosure agreements. Mm -hmm. And anyone that we wanted to talk to on the phone outside of the show had to sign the NDA as well. She said, my grandfather didn't want to sign it, so I couldn't speak to him for the weeks that we were shooting. She said she also has no ill will toward Tyra Banks. And she said, I personally don't regret doing the show, but I know that a lot of people who do, and I totally understand where they're coming from. At the time, most of us didn't have the platform or the strength to speak up for ourselves or to leave the show altogether. But I hope this Twitter reckoning resonates with those who did us wrong. Yeah, well, the only thing with that is when you get that contract, you can decide you don't want to do it. You know what I mean? When they say, we're only going to pay you $40 a day, and you can say, you know what? It's not for me. Yeah. I mean, for food? And they give you a microwave? All right, now um, let's talk about these Spotify numbers and the end of the year. The top artist songs and albums of 2021 have come out. So the most streamed songs in the U.S., number one, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Number two, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Number three, Kiss Me More featuring SZA by Doja Cat. Number four, Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Number five, Levitating featuring The Baby by Dua Lipa. I think I only know two of those. Well, your daughter likes Olivia Rodrigo, right? I'm sure, yeah. All right, now, most streamed artists globally. Number one on that list, who do you think it is? Justin Bieber. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, okay. Justin Bieber was number five, and uh, Drake was number four, BTS number three, Taylor Swift number uh, two. I don't know a BTS record. Do any of y'all know a BTS record? Uh, I know uh, the one with Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, when I think of BTS, I think of Blame It On My Heart When I'm... Who sings that? That's Backstreet Boys. Okay. All right. My bad. Okay. And do you know what the most popular podcast globally was? The number one podcast? Mm Mm-hmm. The Breakfast Club. The Joe Rogan Experience. We were number two, right? We were not on that top five. Oh, damn. Any hip-hop on the top five? Anybody in the culture on the top five? Uh, no. Oh, damn. Definitely not. Well, we've been mentioned on Joe Rogan's show many a time, so shout out to Joe Rogan. We have? Yeah, Donnell goes on there all the time. Oh, talks okay, about the Breakfast Donnell. Club. Yeah. All right, now we were talking about Jesse Smollett earlier and his oh, trial that's happening right now. Well, the jury also did see a video of Jesse Smollett in a dry run the day before the alleged hate attack. So that's oh, what... he's going to jail. He's getting locked up. So he he did so he did a dry run. He practiced it out and everything. Yeah, prosecutors are saying that the footage confirms that he faked see? the he's going attack. To jail. And Not to say I, I, I believed him, but I was just like, well, if there's no evidence, there's no proof. That's what prosecutors are can't saying, that charge there was a dry run. But if there was a dry run, if he practiced before he did it, it's like you rob a house and you'd be like, you know what, let me go you know, scope out this house first and let me see where this thing is and I'll, I'll come back and do it tomorrow. So if he did a dry run, he out of here. <laughs> All right. Now, Real Housewives of Miami has made history. It's their first ever time having an out lesbian housewife on the show. Here is the trailer. It's the largest penthouse in the U.S. How much am I paying for this? 50K a night. This is the best city in the entire world. Martina Retzloy, she's my wife. Penthouse out. 
Let's go. <laughs> I'm obsessed with my OnlyFans. What are you up to today? If you're making $10,000 a day, you're showing more. All right, so if you don't know who the woman is, she's a former Russian beauty queen, uh, and she's the first time you know ever they've had an out lesbian housewife. So, so they bring in Miami Julia back. Lemagova is her name. Because I thought Miami, I thought the ratings were trash. It was an eight-year break, yeah. and now they're bringing it back. All right, because they said the, <laughs> I thought they said the ratings were trash. Nobody was watching it. So I think uh, Scottie Pippen's wife was on it, right? Larsa Pippen. Yeah, Larsa Pippen was on it. All right, now speaking of uh, TV, there's a new trailer for Steve Harvey's courtroom comedy. That is coming out, Judge Steve Harvey. That debuts on January 4th on ABC, and here is that trailer. Always good to come to court when you can't lose. In my courtroom, I speak the truth. Tell me what the business arrangement was. It's pretty much us communicating via Instagram inbox. Oh, you slid in his DM. The whole truth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> you can't plead the fifth after you told the story. I got a feeling I'm about to hear a whole lot of nonsense, though. Don't you see how fascinating I am? This is your daddy's fault. I just want to get my hoopty whoop. What is hoopty whoop? Um. I object. You can't object because you're not a lawyer. I love it. Love, shout out to OG <laughs> Steve Harvey. Drop a bomb for Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey gets a check. He make it entertaining. Shout out to Steve Harvey. And FYI, Gabrielle Union is going to be playing Tootie in the Facts of Life live reenactment that's going to be happening. And Jennifer Aniston is, is playing Blair, mm -hmm. if you guys ever saw uh, Facts of Life. And Kevin Hart is uh, going to be in different strokes as Arnold Jackson. Okay. <laughs> Damon Wayans is Willis. So a lot of different things uh, being reenacted. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, special announcement. Special announcement. We got a drum roll. Anything special? No. No, no special not drum happen. roll or nothing? Okay, let me wait for a drum roll. Okay. Now, the Breakfast Club Change for Change Give Back event is back. A lot of people have been hitting us up saying, are y'all giving away money this year to your listeners? That's right. And it's powered by our friends at Lincoln Tech. Shout out to Lincoln Tech. You know, Lincoln Tech sponsors every one of my car show. The next car show is 12-12, by the way. But anyway... Breakfast Club Change for Change is going down Thursday, December 16th. And this year, like last year, it's all about helping you. That's right, you. You, 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 you in the car, you at work, you at the gym, all of you guys right there. So all you got to do is hit up bcchangeforchange.com and tell us what you need help with this, this year and why. Maybe you need some bills paid. Maybe you need some money for the holidays. Maybe you need to get your rent paid, your mortgage paid. You can let us know right now at bcchange4change. That's the number four, bcchangeforchange.com. And on Thursday, December 16th, we are going to give away cash and help people in need all morning. So all right. the deadline for entry is actually Wednesday, December 15th. So the event happens Thursday, December 16th. Your deadline is Wednesday, December 15th at noon. But don't wait. Make sure you guys submit right now to get that cash. That's right. BC Change for Change, the number four, change.com. Tell us what you need bread for, and uh, we'll try to help you out for the holidays, all right? All right. Now the mix is up next. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ MV Charlemagne. There's so much to see and learn on TikTok. Some woman talking about a particular type of mushroom that she found in the forest, and then she shows how she cooks it. That video was crazy. You can learn, you can be entertained, you can get it on TikTok. Discover it for yourself. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. You know what makes the perfect gift for the holidays? Audible. Everyone loves a good story, and Audible has the best of the best. The latest bestsellers and new releases, exclusive originals, podcasts, even health and wellness programs, and so much more. Now, there are a lot of reasons why Audible makes a great gift. 
First of all, there are so many topics in audiobooks, podcasts, and originals that everyone can find something to enjoy, and a lot of it is included with membership. Know anybody that loves true crime, romance, finance, mystery, sci-fi? Audible has it all covered. Audible can also help with New Year's resolutions around health, with sleep tracks for better rest, titles on fitness, or maybe someone would want to learn something new about business or a new language. And Audible is always adding new titles, so there's always something new to discover. You can give Audible to someone who's already a member or someone new. In a way, giving someone Audible is giving them exactly what they love because they'll find it there. And on the topic of an Audible gift, there's a special holiday offer going on just for you. Sign up now and new members get 60% off your first three months of membership. Just go ahead. You deserve it. Visit audible.com slash breakfast club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now shout out to Troy Ave for joining us. Uh, if you want to see that full interview, you could check out it on uh, breakfastclubonline.com. Uh, Troy Ave was trending today for some of the crazy stuff that he said. We argue all the time. I speak to him. but So shout out to Troy Ave for joining us. Make sure you pick up his album. And also shout out to Yandy. Yes, Yandy, who has recently moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But she was on, and she's also the first guest on the podcast that I have. It's a monthly podcast with Coach Jesse. We do the detox now together. And uh, Yandy is talking about a lot of things going on in her personal life. Right. So uh, shout out to Yandy as well. And don't forget, my car show goes down in less than two weeks. That's right. Not this week. Next week, your favorite celebrity cars from Khaled, 50, Yo Gotti, Nikki Jam, Nori, Trina, Flo Rida, uh, Dwayne Wade, Anuel. Like so many different uh, celebrities are going to have their cars. They're monster trucks. And also NASCAR will be joining us. Shout out to the New York racing team. It's a minority-owned team, a black-owned team. So they're going to be joining us, showing kids how they uh, change the tires super-duper fast. The pit crew will be there and a host of others. So uh, get your tickets. If you haven't got them yet, it will sell out. I mean, amusement rides. It's going to be a family fun day, and I can't wait to see you guys. When we come back, Angela Yee, she got the positive notes, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, it's time to get up out of here. You got a positive note? Yes, and this comes from Robert Greene. You know, he's an author that we love up here. Uh, 48 Laws of Power, The Art of Seduction, and Mastery. Keep your friends for friendship, but work with the skilled and competent. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? <laughs> 